Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. What up, what up, what up? Wagwan, wagwan, everybody. I'm finally not as congested. I'm still pretty congested. I haven't been recording uh, because I was so sick, but I'm finally not. <coughs> I'm finally not sneezing and coughing nonstop. I've had to do three shows. Super sick. The travel day when you're sick, man, that is brutal. I had to fly on a red eye. Let me just take it back. Let me just take it back, okay? So we all know I'm a big wuss. We all know I can't handle being an adult, being a man, and providing for my family by going out of town. I hate leaving my family. Uh, So I had a 12.30 a.m. flight on September 5th? September 5th, right? So 12.30 a.m. So really that's like September 4th, like the night of September 4th. And I was thinking, okay, that's cool because what happens in my house, my kids go to bed around 7 to 8. They fall asleep. We bathe them and put them to bed, right? So that's cool because I get to leave after my kids are asleep so I could like say goodnight to them I could cuddle my daughter or whatever until she falls asleep and all that and it's all good and they don't know I'm leaving I really try and hide me packing a bag because my daughter knows what's up now and it's really bad I'm already sad and then she just says he's like don't leave daddy don't leave where are you going don't leave me don't leave me I miss you daddy <laughs> like don't go it's horrible okay so anyways I was like alright cool so a 1230 a.m. flight I can, you know, I can get an Uber, a Lyft, whatever. I can get that at, uh, you know, 10.15, 10.30, 10, 10.15 to be safe. Get to the airport. I'm good to go, right? So my kids are asleep. I could have hung out with my wife a little bit. And I was thinking because of Hurricane Dorian, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going <clears> to, <throat> you know, have to even fly out. Like, they might postpone it because they were postponing a bunch of cruises, uh, because the hurricane, they were canceling some and they were shortening some. So I'm like, oh man, maybe, you know, best case scenario for me, because <laughs> personally, they postpone it a day or two. I fly out, you know, I do a shortened cruise, still do all my shows, still get to, you know, entertain people and all that. And so I was waiting on that call, right? I kept checking the website, seeing for updates, waiting on a call, checking my email, seeing if I was going to get an email about a change in plans. So. I'm at my tax accountant's office, so it's just a fun day all around. I'm sick, right? I got sick that day, like my throat, my my nose, everything's just congested, sore throat. I get my head, I have like a headache because I have like sinus pressure. I just feel it coming on, right? And I'm doing my taxes, <laughs> and I'm waiting on this call. So I finally get the call, and I'm thinking I'm either on that same flight, or... I'm going to be postponed, right? I didn't even think of what was going to happen, which was they call me and they go, hey, 
Uh, and I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, what's the story? You know, like, I know it's got to be hectic. I was trying not to bug you guys in the travel office and everything. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's been crazy. They go, so you're flying out tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm on that same flight. And they're like, no, you're not flying to Jacksonville anymore. You're flying to Orlando now. And your flight's now at 9.57 p.m. Oh, <laughs> crushed me, guys. Like, obviously, there are way worse things going on. Uh, and it's not the worst thing in the world. That crushed me. Unreal. Like, I had to, instead of now being like, oh, cool, like, I'll take it easy, I'll go home, I'll pack after this tax thing, then it turned into barely going to get to see my wife and kids, have to pack fast, have to leave for the airport now at probably 7.15 or 7.30, I think. I left. Anyways, so I went from, like, two out two hours and 33 minutes earlier I had to leave. And, uh, you know, red eye, sick, terrible. Anyways, get here. So happy that the scheduling, I didn't have a show the first night because I was destroyed. Like, I, that, I could muster it up, you know, and I would have if I had to. But I'm so happy that after I got on and everything and got settled and did some, you know, whatever, the stuff I have to always do, uh, go to a couple of these meetings or whatever, and then I just was able to rest and crash. And then the next night sick did a, did two shows they were cool they're good shows last night did a show packed you know oh by the way there is i just want to throw this out there a thousand people i think canceled because of the hurricane and didn't come on this ship and also they had to like bus people from uh jacksonville to port canaveral which is near orlando and so a lot of people were just kind of like ah, i'm not going to do that like i think they probably got a refund or something and uh, like a future discount on another cruise. So a lot of people are just obviously like, yeah, this is too much. I'm not going to deal with it. And other people are like, no, nah, we'll do it. Like we planned this vacation. We took the time off work. I don't know. Whatever. Everyone has their own story. So anyways, why can't I get a better room? You know what I mean? Like why can't they hook it up? <laughs> there are empty rooms for sure. Why can't I get a better room? That'd be nice. They've been doing like maintenance and shit right outside my door. It's so funny, like, working on stuff and people are wearing masks because of, like, the asbestos and the chemicals or whatever. And, like, there's, like, the smell in the hallway. And I'm like, uh, I'm at the end of this hallway. Should I have a mask in my room? <laughs> Is everybody else protecting themselves from the dangers? And I am just inhaling all of them as I sleep? I don't know. So, anyways, <clears throat> what was my point? Um, oh, yeah. I had to leave extra early. And uh, I got two shows tonight. What time is it right now? I got I to gotta rush this 7.08 right now. So I got a show at 8.30. So I got to hurry this up so I can get ready for that. Um, yeah, I'll try and get some pods up now that I'm feeling a little better. I've uh, been working. I've been trying to make better use of my time. I'm working on a script I've been outlining for a while. And I'm, it's coming together probably about quarter, third of the way through. Wrote like 16 pages already. So that's good. As long as you're doing something, you know what I mean? There's a saying that if you're bored, then you're boring. <laughs> and I think it's true, because whenever I'm bored, I'm like, man, I'm a boring guy. Like, get some shit done, dude. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, but yeah, it's tough, though. I like writing. I like to be... I used to write... First off, let's get out of the way. Please, if you haven't yet, rate the podcast five stars. Leave a review. I know a lot of you have been rating it. We appreciate that. Tell a friend if you're enjoying it. It's a quick, fun listen, I hope, you know? Um... So, <laughs> what was oh yeah? So I used to love to write in my recliner, um, and you know have a little cocktail or something, maybe a little wine, a little little bourbon, a little whiskey, 
And uh, what if I just had all those? What if I was like, you took that as, oh yeah, like he has like this or this or this, but really I just write with whiskey, bourbon, and wine <laughs> just surrounding me. <laughs> just write the weirdest, most drunken drivel ever. So anyway, that's how I usually, you know, like to do it. And I get up from the recliner, you go walk around, walk the dog, you know, stuff like that. Now I'm just like stuck in this cabin, in this crappy plastic chair. I write, I'm like, cool, I'm on a roll, that's good, I like that, oh, I finished that scene, that's nice. And then I just want to, like, walk somewhere, like, not trapped. I feel so trapped right now. But, uh, <clears throat> anyways, it is what it is, you know? So, uh, oh, so I'm writing that. That's going good. Okay, so this is what I was going to talk about uh, briefly. I've been watching season three of 13 Reasons Why. And if you guys have seen this show, <laughs> watch this show, this show is freaking intense okay i'm i mean basically spoiler alert because i'm on season three but season one it's about like this girl like from what i remember it starts off like she commits suicide and it's like she leaves these tapes and there's all these tapes and this guy clay gets the tapes and you know he's listening to him and he's kind of like the last one to listen to him uh, whatever and it's like basically all the reasons that led to her suicide very very heavy show and I actually, oh, sorry, I'm trying to plug in my computer. I actually remember I asked my friend Mary, who has a teenage daughter, uh, when, I think it was when I was watching the first season, this was a few years ago, a couple years ago, I was like, hey, I go, are, I go have you seen that show 13 Reasons Why? And it was very interesting, because her, right away she goes, no. You know, I was like, you have a teenage daughter, and it's like pretty heavy, you know, I have like a little daughter, and she goes, she's like, no, like, we don't watch it, because um, like a bunch of kids at school, apparently, were just like, Apparently, it was having this effect of like people, kids were like t like being more inclined to commit suicide or something. It was kind of having the opposite effect of the purpose, which I think was just discussion and like, hey, this is a heavy topic, and know what your kids are going through, and you know, <clears throat> if you're being affected, know that there's people that care about you and stuff. I thought like that's the message I took away, but I'm an adult. So, anyways, she was like, yeah, so we don't watch it. You know, I don't want her to watch it. So now I'm getting more congested as I talk. So probably a bad idea. I should have saved my voice for the shows. Damn it. I'm losing my voice on stage as I'm talking because I just basically don't talk all day. Especially a little bit maybe on the phone to my wife and kids and stuff. And then I get on stage and I'm just talking nonstop, acting things out. My throat just gets dry. I start, <clears throat> I feel bad for the audience, but they seem to be having a good time. You know what I mean? Because I am doing a good job no, okay so anyways uh that's for i got a buddy who listens you know who you are you know who you are <laughs> he's a comic and he always hits me up we have a we have a running joke where he makes fun of me when i tell him i have good shows but uh hope you're listening man hope you're still subscribing and listening so uh anyways the show is heavy right it's a very heavy show second season it's kind of like on about the trial of like the guy who's just like this serial rapist at the school. Who's just these actors, by the way, are very good. <laughs> I don't think they're teenagers. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> they're playing teenagers, um, but uh, yeah, like very very good acting stuff. So this guy's just like a psycho, just evil, evil human being. So the third season, I have not finished. I just watched. Let me see. I think I finished episode seven. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched. E one through seven yeah eight through 13 left this season i gotta say this 
sometimes people are very critical of you know shows like oh I like the first season but the second whatever I like the first second season but the third season they lost it's like do you know how hard it is when you have a, a when you write first off you write a show and you're like oh this is good you know right and then somebody else a lot of other people have to agree like this is good we're gonna make this we're gonna put money behind it okay cool then they make it and then it's like it's still a toss up think about all the shows that get made that you know people just for one reason or another don't watch maybe they don't know about it maybe it's not promoted well um, or maybe you know it's just not that not didn't come out as good as the script was there's a lot of stories like that where the script is great and then it didn't come out as good or whatever like sometimes you hear the script is okay and then the actors really brought it to life and all this it was better than expected so then the audience so then you have a show gets made then the audience like really responds to it right blows up everybody not everybody but like pretty much everybody loves it right you have a hit show that's hard man you never knew for sure if you're gonna get another season so it's like you got to come up with another storyline and then so for the, the second season i thought they did a good job of following the trial of the guy and like throwing in some more things like you know because we saw it all pretty much through this one guy clay's perspective mostly in the first season so second season was like oh here's all these things clay didn't know and then it was kind of a good it was a good show because it was different it was more like hey you see the world through your lens but you don't know everything you know you know you judge this person this way but you don't know all the backstory behind that person you know the backstory behind the relationship here and you don't know what went on here so that was good third season they bring in this new character ani okay and she's a african girl speaks with a british accent her mom's from kenya she grew up in the uk she left i think she left she left uh kenya or something when she was four so she has a british accent anyways this girl cute girl and everything and she's you know new girl so now we see like this season is like a lot through her eyes <laughs> it's just basically i don't know where i'm going with this i like total spoiler alert coming up if you watch season three you're fine if you watched through episode seven season three episode seven this girl, her and Clay are really close, right? And we're all kind of rooting for Clay because he was the protagonist of the first season and he's a good guy. He's very intense though, right? This kid is a very intense guy and very serious all the time. And uh, basically, she kisses Clay in this episode and I'm excited because I'm like, oh, this is so good for Clay, right? And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. And he's like, oh, like, you shouldn't apologize, you know? Like, I'm basically like, I'm glad you did, right? And then Bryce, who is the serial rapist who, spoiler alert again, got off in season two, like, didn't get charged with anything, but everybody knows he's a rapist because these tapes came out and, like, all the stuff, and he admits it on this one tape. Anyways, if you've seen it, you're listening to this. If you haven't seen it, you stopped listening, I'm sure. So... The serial rapist who she lives with, like she lives at the house because her mom, I should have explained this, her mom is the caretaker for his grandpa who's senile and sick and dying, right? And he lives with just his mom and his grandpa now because his mother left the dad and there's that whole thing. So now, so this season they're showing like this softer side to Bryce, which like, yeah, of course, like he's a human being. He's not just an absolute maniac evil 24-7, but he is still evil. Like he didn't rape one person which is evil in itself and it was like uh oh, i was drunk and like i thought she wanted it or you know what i mean it wasn't that he was like a maniacal serial rapist this dude is a fucking piece of shit he would like he wouldn't care he had no remorse about it he lied i mean obviously he lied about it but like he made up stories to slander other people and like he was just a piece of shit right so now this season they're doing this whole thing where it's like bryce is sad 
<laughs> it's like, yeah, I get it. I get that, you know, he's not 24-7 every second of every day raping people. But it's like, he is still that piece of shit. Like, if you're a serial killer, that doesn't mean you're not sometimes nice to the lady at the store. You know what I mean? You're not, uh, you're not like, you don't look out for maybe your your little brother or something, but you're still a fucking serial killer. You know what I mean? You're still a bad, 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 bad person. And no one really cares about your softer side because the bad side outweighs it. So they've been playing this game, right, this season so far. And I'll obviously just keep watching, and I guess I'll podcast about this because this is what I'm doing right now. Can't podcast about my script because that's something i got to write and hopefully get made someday. Uh, So anyways... They're showing the softer side, right? They're tinkering with this, and I'm like, I don't know if I like where this is going, okay? And then Ani is the new girl, right? She's new. She just moved there from fucking United Kingdom, right? From Britain. Uh, and she doesn't She doesn't really know about it. Like, she, she knows, she's heard online that he's a rapist, but she's never really seen that side of him, right? So she only gets to see the side of him where, like, living in the house with him, basically, of like, hey, he's sad, and... He's having a rough time at his new private school because those kids don't like him because he's a fucking rapist. <laughs> Why would you like the guy? He's a piece of shit, right? So she, so he's getting kind of bullied at his new school. And it's like, do I feel bad about that? No. Because these kids at least are bullying him because he's a rapist, right? Like, yeah, bullies are bad. But if you're bullying somebody because you know they're a rapist, a little bit better, right? It's a little bit better than just bullying somebody just because you're a bully. But if you're hating somebody because they're a rapist, I'm not saying that's the way to go about it. I'm not saying it's what I would do, but a little bit more benefit of the doubt on why you're doing it than just, hey, I bully people and fucking push people down the stairs. If you're pushing a rapist down the stairs, it's better than pushing a non-rapist down the stairs. Like, I don't know, am I crazy? I feel like this is pretty easy logic. So, anyways, he's having a rough time with that. His dad has this new... uh, uh, wife or new girlfriend or whatever and he they bought a house and you know his dad doesn't want anything to do with him because he's a fucking rapist and everyone knows he's a rapist so poor rapist is sad right like they're playing this up and I'm like I get what they're doing I get it but it's like I'm just not sympathetic to it you know what I mean like okay I don't know I was about to go on another tangent about something I'll just say it real quick and I'll probably lose track of where I am but I have this thing and I know this is maybe outlandish but people always uh talk about the death penalty should we have a death penalty should we not have a death penalty right i don't know if i've said this before on a podcast this is my take on it i don't think we should have a death penalty the way it's currently constructed because there are so many cases where you find out this person you know was wrongfully convicted and they you know dna evidence you know 18 years later or 25 years later exonerated them so i don't think there should be a death penalty the way it is now But, caveat, I do think there should be a death penalty for situations where there's no doubt, okay? Like, if there's even a sliver of a chance that you were wrongfully convicted and blah, 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 yeah. If it's, I'll give you an example. That kid Dylan Roof that shot up uh, that black church in Charleston, which, by the way, I visited when I was there last time. Um, Very, very eerie being there. But, like, that guy, just kill that guy just kill that guy like i don't think there should be a trial like when he's like yeah i did it because of this and they have like a manifesto like here's why i'm gonna go kill a bunch of people just kill that person if they do it and they don't it's not a suicide mission they don't kill themselves kill them like i know like i know that sounds mean i don't know what your religious take is on that or whatever but like if you if you're like caught raping children or something like 
kill you. You know what I mean? Like, kill that person. I don't think there needs to be... Another reason, like, the death penalty is not a good thing is because, from what I understand, and this might be outdated, it might not be correct anymore, it basically costs the taxpayers more to keep that person on death row because there's a bunch of appeals and everything, and it, it drags out for years anyways and all that stuff. So, um... I've heard, I heard, I know this is true in the 90s when my mom was a criminal justice major and that's what she was taught in college, um, that it's just like, it's less expensive just keep somebody, or just to put, give somebody life in prison because whatever, I don't, know if, I don't know all the details, but that's what it used to be, whatever. So my point is, if like there is no doubt at all, or like you admit to it, or they just have like video evidence of it. Like, do, does anyone listening, I know you might be like, oh man, Jeff's crazy. That's like, that's a crazy belief to hold or position to have. Does anybody, I, by the way, I totally lost my train of thought about the Bryce thing with Ani, but I think I, I think I can get back to it. Does anybody think that that Dylan Roof guy like deserves a trial? That's the, if you guys do not know what I'm talking about, just look it up. The guy that shot up these super like nice black people at their church, went to like their church group and went like prayed with them for an hour and then pulled out a gun and killed all of them. Like, does anybody think like we need to spend money on a trial? Why? And if people go, oh, it might be insane. Okay, this is, I've said this before. So a lot of people have mental health issues, right? And I'm totally sympathetic to that. If you're meant, some people's mental health issue is just like they talk to the wall, right? You're not hurting anybody. Some people's mental health issue is X, Y, and Z. If your mental health issue is you got sucked into some weird, white supremacy thing and decided that you needed to go kill a bunch of people at their own church after you prayed with them for an hour and just ruin, like take out their lives, ruin the lives of their families, ruin the lives of their friends like forever, forever, forever like tarnish like all these lives in a negative way. Well then your type of insanity, I don't care. Like, I don't care if a jury's like, yeah, he was insane. He was insane like when he did. It. Okay, great, kill him. Like he's a bad egg. Like when you get an egg, when you get your eggs right at the store and you go through, you ever get like a rotten egg in the bunch? Do you take that egg and go, let me try and fix it so I can eat it someday? Maybe if I put some seasoning on it, it's not, so no, you just fucking throw it out. And I know that's a, like a terrible analogy, but like if you are the type of person who goes around killing people because you just wanted to kill them because they didn't do anything to you, death penalty, like on the spot, like... If you're like, uh, like the, the police come and you're like, yeah, here's my manifesto. Here's why I did it. Cool. Bullet to the head. Cremate the body. We're done with that evil piece of shit, right? I know no one's going to agree with me on that. That's my take. You can always email me. It's in the show notes. <laughs> Let me know what you think of my extremely harsh take. But yeah, that's what I think. If you're like raping children and you get caught, yeah, death penalty. What about that guy in Ohio? Uh who like held those those women prisoner. He kidnapped them and held them prisoner in his uh in his uh basement or whatever. Like why does that guy need to live? Why does that guy need a trial? Why does that guy need to go on living? And even if he goes to prison or whatever, there's still a chance he can form some sort of life. Like I don't think that person deserves to get happiness ever again. You know what I mean? Like I know people say, Oh prison, how can you be happy? There are moments where somebody will tell you a joke, you'll laugh, or something will happen, you think it's funny, like I don't think that person deserves that anymore. I do get the other side of the argument, you have to have somebody actually take that life and that is that's a moral thing, so I get that. But you know what I mean they could do like 
those old school firing squads. There's like a bunch of people shooting, so there's really no one technically that did it. You don't know which bullet killed him. I don't know. Listen, more I talk about it, I'm in knots. I definitely know I'm going to hear from my buddy who I know listens to this. He's going to tell me how insane I sound. That's my take on the death penalty. Other than that, I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be like, oh, you got convicted at trial and a jury decided that they thought you were guilty because, like I said, there's just too many people that get wrongfully convicted. So that'd be absolutely horrible. By the way, being wrongfully convicted of a crime you didn't do, just even at, like any crime, <coughs> that sucks. That is like that's so scary. I mean, just think about that. You didn't do a crime, and now you are in prison for something you did not do at all. You didn't even kind of do it. That sucks. Like, that is, oh my God, what a nightmare. And you hear these stories all the time of these people that were just convicted and, you know, 20 years later or 10 years later, even if it's five years, can you imagine losing five years of your life because of some shit you did not do? Like, if you kind of did it and you're like, oh, fuck, I kind of sort of did that, but I didn't fully do it. You know what I mean? Like, at least you were doing something bad. Like, you didn't do anything. Man, that is like... Can you imagine if that's your life? Unbelievable. And then there's other people who just win the lottery? Weird. All right. So <coughs> anyway, so the Bryce and Ani thing, got to wrap this up. I'm actually glad I went on that tangent that lost me all my listeners <laughs> because it ate up some time. So this podcast is not just 10 minutes long. But uh, so episode seven, here it comes. Big spoiler. They're making this whole sympathetic case for Bryce. Ani knows he's a rapist, doesn't ever doubt the stuff that she's read online or the stuff that Clay's told her or that she's heard, but she just sees the softer side of him. So she kisses Clay. I'm all excited. She regrets it. He clearly doesn't want her to regret it. So he's clearly saying, like, I like you. Bryce rolls up. It was like, oh, hey, Ani. He's like, oh, what's up, Jensen? He says, oh, what's up, Jensen, after, like, everything that's gone on. I love that. Like, just shows that the guy's still a douche. You know what I mean? Like, what's up, Jensen? You raped this guy's, like, the love of this guy's life. And then she killed herself, like, a lot because of that. Hannah, by the way, if anyone's lost track. And then, am I, like, a teenager? Christy told me, my wife told me that I need to start watching more adult shows. Uh, This show's, like, really serious. I feel like this show is not for teenagers. And it really freaks me out about, you know, my kids growing up. Um, But anyways... He's like, oh, what's up, Jensen? He's like, hey, Ani, you uh, you need a ride up the hill, like, to the house, right? And then Clay's like, she's fine, <laughs> which is just, Clay's a little controlling. We got to throw that out there, right? So, like, dude, let her speak for herself. And then and this is right after they kiss, by the way. And then she's like, oh, uh, no, I'm okay, thanks. And then, uh, anyways, then they showed later in this episode that Bryce and Ani had sex, like, all the time. Like, they were hooking up. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, and like, oh, Bryce, Dad didn't even mention that big spoiler alert. Bryce is dead. That's like the whole season three thing, like who killed Bryce type of thing, right? Ani and Bryce are having sex. So, like, this guy, Bryce, is gets to like have not only have like this cute new girl, he gets a clean slate with her, but she's really cool. She's a really like funny girl and like fun and whatever. And she really likes him. It's not like he just gets to have sex. Like, she really likes him. She thinks he's like a nice guy. And I mean, I don't know, man. I totally get it. Like, there are people that I know who I know people who are friends with them, and they don't know them the way I know them. Like, these people are just scumbags, and, like, they're complete liars, and they're very phony. And they don't know that, and, you know, but I know that. But it's different with rape, isn't it? Like, okay, like, everybody has different interactions with people. Like, oh, you you, you think that person's okay? I think that person kind of sucks because of X, Y, and Z. 
Oh yeah, but I think they're okay because I never saw any side of that from them. All right, but someone you know is a rapist. Like, there's nothing in the show that ever shows Ani's even doubting. Like, well, I heard about all those rapes, but I don't think they're true. It's like all online. Like the tape is online. I think of him admitting it, if I remember correctly, from season two. So, come on, man. Like, I don't want to see serial rapist, super douchebag guy enjoying some new chick who's like super into him. And why does Clay keep getting fucked on this show, man? He never got to like close the deal with Hannah because he was young, didn't know what he was doing. I get it. Been there. I was that guy. I didn't know how to close. I didn't know how to capitalize when a girl liked me. I thought like no girl would like me when I was younger. I remember my friend Dina. Oh man. She, I think she's she's married to the guy from Corn now. Dina went to my junior prom with me when I transferred schools. I went to another school, so I asked her, like, hey, do you want to go to this prom thing with me because these kids want me to go? She's like, yeah, sure. I don't know for sure, but I think back then Dina actually did kind of like me, and I just didn't think that Dina could like me because I thought she was too pretty for me, and I thought there was no way she really liked me. I thought we were just buddies. That's how I was in high school, too, so I get Clay. But, I mean, in this show, like, can this guy ever catch a break? Oh, my God. I want this guy to catch a break so bad. Uh, anyways, yeah. Now I'm just wondering if I'm right about Dina actually liking me in high school. Not saying she had like a huge crush on me, but I think I just remember like I think I could have tried to kiss that night, but then I was like, I don't know. Maybe if I did, she would have said no. This is now I'm just going back to old Jeff. Old super insecure Jeff. <laughs> Should we just leave it there with this cliffhanger about me wondering if back then I could have gotten a kiss goodnight? <laughs> Anyways, it all worked out. I'm clearly a fully functioning adult right now. Fully functioning, fully functional adult. I uh, <laughs> got a great family. I watched 13 Reasons Why. Anyways, uh, so there you go, guys. If My email is in the show notes. If you guys have seen 13 Reasons Why or you want to talk to me about my very weird take on the death penalty definitely hit me up the emails in the show notes uh my voice is getting better i'm slightly less congested today i'll try and get more uh pods out i think i can upload them when i'm in the bahamas hopefully um so uh please do me that favor and rate the podcast five stars if you haven't already and uh, it really just helps out and uh yeah if there's an episode you like or there's someone that you think like might listen to these rants just share it with a friend all that stuff helps all right Thank you for listening to my daddy.